What's up, everyone? Welcome to the week 13 edition of the Syndicates. We are creeping closer to the end of the season, getting a little closer to the, the playoffs in the NFL. We got college football championships coming up this weekend for all the conferences. It's getting to a fun time of year. Hope everybody's having a good season so far. I know we are coming off a nice back-to-back two-and-one weeks in the NFL and then uh, two-and-one in both college and the NFL last season or last week. So uh, getting back on track, which is good. I am with Vic Choksi this week. Vic, how are you? Good, buddy. Oh, I wish I was uh, where you're at enjoying <laughs> A little uh, vacation there, but yeah, I'm doing good, man. Excited to jump on today. Yeah, we're uh, we're doing this on a Friday. Uh, I'm in actually Turks and Caicos right now, so wasn't able to jump on yesterday. But here we are today, Friday game. Um, John's not able to make it today. He's uh he's got some stuff going on. He's got to uh, watch his daughter for right now. So I think he's got uh, uh, he's got the bada bing to manage today. I was gonna say, yeah, and, and he might be a little, might be a little heartbroken from last week still with his Michigan Wolverines. Uh, uh, and, and don't forget uh, the Detroit Lions, because my yeah. bears, my bears put it on him again. Man, I said so last night. This is just kind of random, real quick. But my wife, my wife is a big Saints fan. I'm a big Buffalo Sabres fan for the NHL. Both our teams were on ten game winning streaks heading into last night. And they both lost. The second we leave the country, man, all all hell breaks loose with our teams. They start losing their ten game win streaks. I don't know what to do right now because I'm a little little bummed out, both of us. But hey, we'll we'll bounce back. <laughs> I mean, you you guys have good teams. I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Vic, you got the lines today. You're gonna be uh, be reading them off. So I'm kind of like John last week, where uh, I've seen a couple of them, but. I don't know too many of them off the top of my head, so I'm going to rely on you this week. And then when when stuff jumps out of me that I like, I will I will shout it out for sure. But, yeah, you go ahead, kick it off. Uh, we're not going to do, obviously, Thursday night since that was last night. I was surprised by that game. I did not – I mean, I, I said it was going to be kind of a trap game for the the Saints, but I didn't think they were going to put up 10 points. Did you? No, I, I didn't think the Cowboys would win, but I liked the Cowboys and the points last night. So I was hoping we recorded right. yesterday because that was one of my favorite picks of the week. Um, it, it got a little nervous there at the end, but no, I, I definitely didn't think was, they could lock the Saints down like that. I think the Cowboys kind of showed a nice little blueprint on how to slow them down a little bit, though. Yeah, definitely. They played, they played a lot of man coverage, they said, and Saints struggled getting getting the receivers open yesterday, it looked like. That was a big thing. got the pressure up the middle. Yeah, the pressure up the middle, and I feel like Saints receivers kind of struggled getting separation. Yeah, it definitely seemed that way. So man might work, and then you need a bell cow like Zeke to kind of control. You know, and Dallas dominated the line of scrimmage, which was huge. So, yeah, yeah. It, it was a fun game to watch, though. I mean, uh, Cowboys look good, man. I, I'm – Hoping my Bears get into the playoffs. I'm still kind of nervous about everything, but that would be a tough matchup for sure. It would, definitely. And they said I think it was the highest rated uh, Thursday night football game ever last night. Ever, yeah. Got a a big, big rating. Pretty amazing when people say, like, football's dying, you know, and then random Thursday games, like, breaking history when it comes to numbers. And it wasn't even like it was a a Rams-Chief type of scoring game. It was only 13-10. Exactly. All right. 
let's jump into these games. What do we got for the one o'clock slate? Yeah, I'll run them off. You let me know uh, if there's a game you love. I already know all of our picks of the week, so uh, I'll let everybody know that. But we'll kick it off with the first game. It is the Colts at the Jags. So it's uh, you got the Colts minus four in most books. What are you thinking so far? Have you have you thought about that game, or do you like a side? Man, I love this Colts team for the like overall for the season. I think they're one of the best teams in the NFL, and that obviously they got off to a slow start, but man, they are hitting their stride right now. I think they are. I still think they're a little underrated just because their record isn't yeah. that great, but I I think they are legit, and I don't think they're gonna you know be one of those teams that contends this year, yeah. but I think next year because they have so much cap space, um, and in. I don't know if they have their superstar quarterback, offensive lines coming together. They can just put together some pieces on defense, maybe get some more weapons on offense. It's going to be a legit contender. But in this spot here, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to touch the Jags at home. I mean, my Bills just beat them last week, and the Bills I think are awful. So, um, not Jacksonville is not a team that I want to step in front of. I think they're what seven game losing streak now yeah. that they're on. So, I'm staying away from the Jags. I don't like laying four and a half on the road. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see like Indy win by three here. So I don't like to – I think Indy's probably going to win the game, but uh, I'm not going to touch this one at all. Yeah, it's a tough line just because Cody Kessler's starting, right? So Boyle's got benched. But you've been on the Colts wagon all year, man. I got to give you credit. Colts and Chargers and and both of those teams are killing. So it's – I I don't know. It's just the – completely fishy line to me which always scares yeah. me because you know we always talk about that in regards to our picks otherwise I would say Colts are going to smoke these guys and Luck's been awesome I think Quentin Nelson's been a monster and, and I think not a lot of people are ta- giving him enough credit as to like how improved this Colts line is now since they picked him up right so but yeah it's tough to to lay just because of the it was like 90% of the bets are on the Colts. Everyone's like, hey, they're going up against Cody Kessler. They're going to get – this is going to be a waxing. So I'll probably stay away from this game. But if I had to pick a side, I'd probably lay lay the points and just close my eyes. But I don't know. Jags just haven't shown me anything, man. They just – I've been on them a few times on our pod, and they just keep choking away. So I'll probably just set this game out, though. Yeah, I think I think I agree with you there. What we got next? Next game is a pretty, pretty good one. I think it's John's pick of the week. So we'll, we'll talk about the Ravens at the Falcons. The line has gone from Ravens minus two to the Falcons minus one, one and a half in most books. So you have a huge, huge line move. So um, I, I know So John's pick of the week is the Falcons. Uh, and he, he can't join us this week, but it's at minus one in a lot of books too. So we'll give him the Falcons minus one. What are you thinking about that game? I love the Falcons. This was the other game I was considering as my pick of the week, but um, since John wasn't able to make it, uh, he had first dib. So um, we gave him the Falcons, or that's what he chose. But uh, I, I like this game a lot. I actually thought – I was a little worried because I thought I saw it earlier in the week before I left um, – that I saw it open at minus one for Atlanta and then went to pick, but I didn't know it opened from minus two for Baltimore and went now minus one to Atlanta. So I must've been dreaming or something, but yeah, anything, if I can get Atlanta at minus one, it's basically a pick, yeah. man, I will take that because I think it's just 
you know, buy low, sell high right now. Atlanta just coming off, you know, a couple tough games against, uh, you know, I think the Saints they, they played, lost by 14. And I think they had a tough loss the week before against the Browns maybe. Cowboys. Or... Cowboys. And Browns, yeah, Cowboys. that's right. So, yeah, yeah, it was Cowboys. The week... Yep, you're right. And then it was the Browns the week before that. So, three-game losing streak. Yep. But I still think they have legitimate pieces to – put together a win here. Um, I'm just, I think Baltimore's a little overrated and it, Lamar Jackson is going to be a quarterback. I'm guessing. Yeah. It sounds like yep. he, he looks like the starting QB. Make him a passer, man. I've, I watched Tyrod Taylor for the bills for three years as our quarterback. All you had to do was make that guy try and play pocket passer. And he didn't know what the hell to do. And I think that you could do the same thing with Lamar Jackson. He's a rookie version of Tyrod Taylor so I, to me. So, yeah, he's fun to watch, but I'm not a big Lamar Jackson fan right now. I don't think he's the answer. Um, give me the Falcons. I'll I'll gladly take the the pick them there or the minus one wherever it's at. Yeah, so both you guys are on. See, the only thing that worries me, and like I've been on the Falcons the last two weeks, and so I, I might be yeah. a little jaded. I might be a little scarred, but all right, sorry, Eddie. I think we had some audio connections there but when it comes to the game again what concerns me is what you actually talked about a few weeks ago and it's just the motivation factor it's like what happens when a team finds out they're not their playoff season rush is probably done and that's where I think the Falcons are and just their motivation for this game as opposed to the Ravens still have something to play for they're still in the hunt right now so and maybe because I'm scarred I've been on the Falcons the last two weeks and just you could see how easily they can move the ball, but when they get inside the 20, they just stall, and that kind of goes back to last year. So I don't know if I could just lay some more money on the Falcons. So I'll probably sit this one out, but, you know, do you think the Falcons are motivated still? That is the one thing that concerns me as well. Uh, it's the one thing that uh, I've noticed, I think, ever since the Browns game that they lost. It just seemed like they seem a little dejected and the, their season is ended, probably not making the playoffs, Not definitely not making the playoffs. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that is one thing that does concern me. But I still think, you know, I feel like you go through a little period where you're like, damn, our season's over. Well, and, you know, I think that there's eventually a time where teams pick up and then they're like, all right, you know, let's go out here. Let's at least try to win. Yeah. Put in a good effort. And I, I hope that they've reached that point that it, for right now. So, um, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, I kind of figured that last week would have been a good spot for them, but. Uh, I lost it by a point, didn't get the best of the number out. I don't know if there was four teams, but hoping uh, hoping we can get it here with with Atlanta minus the one with, for John's pick. So Yeah, perfect. So John's picks, the Falcons minus one. You're liking it. I'm sitting it out. And let's keep it going. So the next game is the Carolina Panthers at Tampa Bay. You're looking at minus three. It's going up to three and a half in some of the books. The public's definitely on the Panthers. So what are you thinking when you're looking at that game and that line? Man, these are two teams that have burned me I know. in so many ways this season because I always talk about how the Bucks dominate so many games that they're in, but the turnovers cause them to lose. Yeah. And last week, Carolina did the same exact thing. They dominated Seattle. That was my pick of the week, too. I know. And they just they, – they found every way possible to lose that game. So, um, I, Carolina's on the road here. You know, I've been talking about it all year. They're an awful road team, good yeah. at home. Um, if I had to take it, what do we got? Three and a half here for the Bucks is what they're at. Yeah, you're getting three and a half in some of the books. It's consensus three right now in most books. So it just depends. If you okay. like the Bucks, 
you could definitely find the three and a half. If you're liking the Panthers, you can find a three. Yeah, I kind of like the the Bucks in this spot. Um, if, if you give them plus three and a half, I don't think Carolina should be really laying three on the road to anybody right now. Yeah. And, again, the Bucks I think, is one of those teams that a uh, little, little undervalued just because, you know, the numbers that they put up are pretty solid, but it's just – the turnovers, man. If they could just take care of the football in all their games, they'd be they'd be a pretty good football team. But those turnovers kill them. So I'd, I'd probably lean the Bucks here. Don't know if I'm going to play it yet, but um, if I did, it'd be something small. Yeah, I mean, Panthers killed me last week, man. I, I, watching that game was even worse. Just they go up seven, you know, towards the end of the game, give up that long touchdown, and then choke away, you know, just that last drive, that field goal. Everything was terrible about that game. So, yeah, you've been talking yep. about it all year, man, just how the Panthers play on the road, how they play away uh, compared to home. So I'll, I'll take the Bucks, man. I like the three and a half. Uh, everyone's on Carolina, too. Um, the only other thing that a little bit concerns me is just how they're going to stop how Tampa Bay has just been so brutal against running backs. So yes, McCaffrey should have a monster, monster game. So I don't know Tampa Bay, the only way they can win is if they can let it fly and James looked pretty good last week. So we'll, we'll see if they can keep up, but I think the right side is definitely the Bucks in this one. Hey, what were the percentage previous game, the, uh, the Falcons and Ravens? So you're looking at a, you're looking at about fifty five percent on the Falcons. So it's not too oh, overwhelming. Yeah, either way, and and that's why okay. I think the line move is pretty important, just because it's not you know public a public move. It looks it's a big move. Yeah, too. looks to be a pretty sharp move, a three point move with just kind of fifty fifty betting. Nice. Uh, okay, so what we got? What we got next? Yeah, this is my game of the week. It's the Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans. And so the line has definitely jumped around a little bit. uh, And it's pretty crazy. So it started at six and a half. Now I'm seeing everywhere from five and a half to seven at a couple of offshore books. So the the line's pretty crazy. I'll take the, I'll take the consensus, which is six. And I'm going to actually take the Browns. So I'm going to take the Browns plus six. I'll first kick it off to you. I want to hear your thoughts on it, and then I'll tell you why I like the Browns in this one. Yeah, I think uh, I would I would take the Browns too. I don't know if I'm going to play this game, though. Um, but I do like the Browns in this spot just because I think the Texans are so overvalued right now. They're covering left and right, and they just came off a huge blowout win on Monday Night Football against the Titans. They look really good. Obviously, that recency is going to be in the public's mind. Um, I also I feel like there the public does have a little slight love for the Browns too, the whole Baker Mayfield thing. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's pretty close to split action on this. But um, I just think the Texans right now you're not getting the best of the number when you're betting them because they're so inflated right now. Uh, I would go with the Browns and the six points that you're getting. It's in Houston, correct? Yep, it's in Houston. Yeah, I would, I would take that one. Who does Houston have on deck too? I feel like this would be a good situational spot too. Do you know? Uh, you are right. I, I looked at it yesterday when I was kind of doing my research. Uh, give me a second, I'll pull it up. But yeah, you touched on a lot of the things. They have the Colts coming up, 
And exactly. That's what I thought. Yeah. I, was like, they, I feel like they just came off a divisional game, and they yep. probably have another big divisional game to look up to next. They do. It could be a good sandwich spot. Great, too. great sandwich spot. So you kind of nailed all the reasons I like the Browns. I mean, one, ever since Hugh Jackson left, I feel like they've just become a better football team in general. Yeah. That just helps them. They're clicking on both sides of the ball right now. Like you said, recency bias, the, the public's all over the Texans. They've been playing really good football. They're on a short week by just playing – and they have a big game against the Colts coming up. So, And there's reverse line movement on the Browns in this one. So the public is on the Texans at about 60 65% clip. But the line has gone down from 6.5 to like 6, 5.5 in most books. And so that's why I'm going to make the Browns my pick of the week. I like it. Yeah, the one thing that would concern me in this game is the – Browns O-line is a little spotty sometimes, and the Texans obviously have a great defensive line, so that's one thing that would kind of cause a little bit of concern for me. But overall, yeah. I, I really like it. So I actually I feel like I talked myself into it, and you talked me into it a little bit on there too, so I might play this now. Yeah, I think the sandwich spot point is pretty big just because it's a division game coming up, and a lot yeah, of times they teams mentally the – They're in some trouble. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times teams mentally are just like, hey, we have a game this week. And I know like this is not every game counts in the NFL, but just like human nature where they're just like, okay, we have a non-division game or we have a division game. Right. So, you know, teams just kind of get more amped up for some of those. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I you can even relate it back to high school sports. You can people play that like you play your big rival on a Friday night basketball game and, you know, you got a Tuesday night game where you got to go play and like the middle of nowhere, you're obviously going to take that team in Tuesday night a little light, and you'll probably – you may beat them, but it may be a little bit more of a struggle than you thought. So, Sorry, guys, for little audio issues that he's uh, in the Caribbean's enjoying. So we'll just pick back up. Like, like I said, I still like Cleveland. It's a great spot for them. So we'll move on to the Bills at the Dolphins. Your Bills are getting three and a half. This line started at six, and now it's down to three and a half. What? So yeah, it's it's crazy movement, man. What do you what are you liking? That line movement, kind of like the Bills, but um, I'm probably going to stay away, man. That's wow, that's some crazy line movement because I think the Dolphins are not a good football team. I also think the Bills yeah. are not a good football team, but um, yeah, wow, that is a hell of a line movement. The Bills' defense is legit, yeah, but the offense still scares me. I know they put up some points last week, but. Josh Allen, everybody in Buffalo is so excited about how good he played last week. I don't think he played that good. If you look at the numbers, he was 8 of 19, 160 yards and a touchdown. So I don't know where, you know, below 50% completion percentage is something good in the NFL. But, hey, uh, I guess when we have the quarterback play we've had for the past couple of years, he just kind of grasped at anything that looks like it's decent. And two of those – or 100 of, 110 of those yards came on two plays. So, um yeah, I'm still not a believer in Josh Allen, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I would probably lean the Bills here, but I have no opinion on this game, so I'm just going to keep it short and probably not bet this one. So, yeah. anything you like? Oh man, I'm sending this one out for sure. But I will, I will tell you that I called the Bills last week. So you did, yes, you did. You were scared, but I told you, Jags just look out of it, man. So yeah, I'm, I'm passing on this game. We can just probably move on. Yeah. Uh, my bears at the giants, this game scares me a lot. So I want to get your thoughts on it, but, uh, you'll, you're looking at a consensus about three and a half, four across all boards. The bears are favored. 
Who do the Bears have next week? Isn't it a big game next week? It is a big, big game. It's a Sunday night football game against the Rams. Oh, man. This is, we talked about sandwich bots. This yep. could be another one where a, the Bears a, might be looking ahead. Yeah, and and I don't know, since you're out there, if you heard the news, but it's Chase Daniel getting the, getting the nod. Again? Yep. Getting the nod oh, again. So they're, yeah, they're sending him out. Um I don't know, man. I told you guys on the Rip Pod last week. I'm definitely worried about his shoulder. I think it's not, and it's going to be a year long thing. So, uh, but yeah, he's good. He's getting the start again. Um, I would, I wouldn't take the Giants here in the spot, but I don't like the Bears either. If I had to lean anything gun to my head, I would say the Giants in the points. Maybe Bears win by three, but yeah, yeah, that's that's tough, especially with the Rams on deck on Sunday Night Football in such a big game. I don't like the the Bears here. Yeah, I just can't lay the points, man. I think it's a t- very tough spot. Um, yes, Daniel definitely had some reps this week, but now te- they the Giants have some film on him as well, right? And the defense is going to have to carry us again this week. Uh, tough spot, though, on the road again, back-to-back weeks. Rams coming up next week, backup quarterback. The public's obviously on the Bears just because they saw it, them beat the Lions, but that was a tough game. You know, people just look at the final score, but – the Bears defense carried them to win that game. So, yeah, I'll, I'll sit this one out, man. I think if you're going to bet, the Giants are probably the right side, but I'll be sending it out. For sure. Uh, same here for me. We'll keep it rolling. The next game, Broncos at Bengals. So, you're looking at Broncos minus five, pretty consensus line everywhere. Uh, Andy Dalton is out. I don't know if you you heard that when you're where you're at. It's yep. uh, Driscoll getting out. Man, can you can you still hear me? Hello. Yep, I can hear you. Uh, oh, sorry I'll, about that. I'll throw it to you. You know, what are you thinking on that game? Yeah, so I I kind of like. Uh... I don't like any of these actually. Um, <laughs> I here, man, the Bengals I think are just an awful football team now. Yeah, uh, their defense is like historically bad this year. They they got some good wins. They looked legit in the beginning of the year. I remember I was like, man, this team, you know, they could possibly push for like a wild card or something. But then all of a sudden, the wheels just t- completely came off, and they are spiraling. And I think they've pretty much hit rock bottom. They probably know Marvin Lewis has gone after this year. Uh, Hugh Jackson is just a nightmare for any coaching staff, it sounds like. So, yeah. uh, and there's no way in hell I'm laying five and a half with Vance Joseph and the Broncos on the road, so stay away from me. Yeah, I'm staying away, man. Public's obviously all over the Broncos after their game last week, so uh, I'm just staying away, man. Two teams I cannot put money on for sure, but it is 77% on the Broncos. Yeah, seventy-seven percent of the people have fun sweating out Vance Joseph. <laughs> exactly. On the road. There, there's some teams that are just good as dogs, and then there's some teams that are terrible as favorites. I feel like the Broncos are much better as dogs. You know, I agree. Especially, yeah, especially at home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Home. I mean, they're always in it against anybody. And even though yeah. Joseph has lost us money, they were in those games, and they should have won those games. So yeah. Yeah, but they're they're on the road. I'm, I'm staying away for sure. So, next game, we'll keep it rolling. Uh, the Rams at the Lions. And you're looking at a minus 10 for the Rams pretty much across the board. Uh, the public's definitely on the Rams. So, what are you thinking? 
Uh, stay away from me again. Um, Detroit, they kind of burned me on Thanksgiving. Had them with the points. Uh, they they couldn't cover at home. I don't know what's going on with Matthew Stafford, but he's taken a huge step back this year, it seems. And I don't want any part of laying 10 on the road. Um, so, yeah, stay away from me here. These are some tough games, man, because there are a it lot is. of teams that are like – in the playoff hunt against a lot of just bad teams that are already out of it. So we, we have no clue, like motivational factors. We don't, you know, it's just tough to kind of lay time on the road with the Rams, even though I love the Rams, I think this is a good spot for them, but maybe they're looking a little bit ahead to that next week's game. Right. So exactly. Um, it, and like you said, man, Lions have beaten the Patriots and, and the Packers and, and a couple other good teams, uh, the Panthers. Right. But then they, they go out and lay duds against other teams. So just the public is on the Rams. If there is a side you should take, you'd probably take the, the Lions getting 10 at home. But, I, again, I just can't put money on them when it comes to this game. Yeah, I would not lay 10 points on the road either. Uh, it's just not my style to do that. So stay away from me. I'm not going to touch this game. Yep, the next game is another kind of big mismatch. You got the Cardinals at the Packers. Packers are laying 14 points at home. The public is pretty split, 50-50. So, you know, there's some that think this is a lot of points. Some think it's going to be a waxing. So, where are you leaning? <laughs> Nowhere again. Yeah. <laughs> this one, I, I don't like big spreads usually. And yeah. this week, I mean, last night I couldn't, we couldn't even watch it the Saints game. I had to find like a bootleg stream on first row sports or something like that to, to watch it. Cause there's no, no way you can watch games out here. So yeah. I'm hoping I can maybe somehow stream red zone this week, but um, it's looking pretty doubtful considering I'm huddled up in a corner, just trying to get Wi-Fi connection for this. Yeah. Um, and I, I hope I can watch some games. If not, I think this is an okay week to probably miss some because yeah. this, this board is, is not that great. So, I'm not going to touch this game. Arizona plus 14. Man, they got smacked by the Chargers last week, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see something like that happen again in Green Bay because um, Green Bay, they've had a tough couple of weeks, and it might be – I don't know if they're, you know, kind of pissed off and going to take out that frustration on the Cardinals or if they're yeah. just going to talk about that motivation we, we touched on earlier, just kind of pack it in and, you know, wait for the golf season to start. Yeah, I mean, technically on paper, if the Packers run the table, they do have a little bit of easier schedule. They're still alive in the playoff hunt, so I think they'll be motivated. They're at home. I just think 14 points is a lot, man. So especially with a team with a losing record and just they still have a lot of flaws. And uh, just, again, another stay away from me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, now we're heading into the four o'clock game. So the, the noon games are done. So uh, three o'clock games for me because I'm used to central time. But yep. let, let's kick off uh, another, again, big mismatch here. Huge spread. You got the Chiefs laying 14 against the Raiders on the road. Chiefs laying 14 on the road. No, no, no. I will not take that. I will not do that. But, man. That's another huge spread, another one on the road. This is going to be a huge week for the books, I feel, where they're going to need a lot of teams, a lot of bad teams to cover some spreads for them in order to make make some money this week. But Big time. um, uh, No, I'm not going to touch this one. 
uh, stay away from me here again. You know the Chiefs, Packers, a lot of these big teams that you mentioned are going to be in every teaser, every parlay. The Chiefs, every public better is going to roll all their money from the 12 o'clock games onto. So they, uh, Vegas is going to need the Raiders badly. Yeah. And I don't think they could make the spread high enough to keep public betters off of it. There's 80% on the Chiefs right now. So, Jeez. Uh, public loves them some Chiefs this year. Yeah, and they've been awesome, man. So, again, just I know this week's pod, if you guys are listening out there, we don't have, like, a a pick for, like, every game. But I think sometimes in betting, you you just shouldn't bet on every game either, right? Like, if you have a bankroll, you can't just bet on games for fun. So, I'm going to be sending this one out. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. So, hopefully we get another 4 o'clock game in here that, that looks good. Yeah, there, there's one that's coming up that I, I really like, and, and it'll be after this game. The next one is Jets at Titans. The Jets quarterback right now is undecided. So you're, you're looking at minus nine, minus eight at some books, but the consensus is Titans minus nine against the Jets at home. I feel bad for the people listening to this. this I, <laughs> no. I'm not going to play this game either, man. There's no point. So I guess the four o'clock games, maybe I can, I can take a break and go to the, go to the beach or something. And uh, not have to worry about watching these four o'clock games. Cause this is another snoozer. Uh, Tennessee, yeah. I wouldn't want to lay the nine with them jets. I feel like if I had to gun to my head, pick this one, probably go with the jets, but yeah, no, thanks. I'm not going to bet this game. Save your money. Donate it to the poor instead, instead of betting this game. Yeah, I mean, Jets played hard last week. They were in that game. Uh, I was watching it a little bit. I think this week is, man, you you might want to just, like, spend some time with your wife or your family this week. The only people that are going to watch these games are, like, diehard fans, gamblers, or, like, fantasy people because it's the last week of the fantasy league. It is, yep. I, I don't know, man. Just I'll probably not even watch this game. I'm not going to bet on it for sure. Don't know who the Jets quarterback is, so probably just – so the next game is a game that I do like. All right, sorry for the audio issues again, guys, but there is a game on the 425 Eastern time, time slate that I'm loving. Uh, it's the Vikings at the Patriots. You're looking at the Pats minus five in most books. It started at minus six. So I'll throw that to you, Eddie. Let's get your thoughts on it, and then I'll tell you what side I'm liking. I like the Patriots here. I hope this is the side that you like. Um oh. I think we're going to be on opposite sides in this game, man. Oh, boy. It's good. I, which is, you know. Yeah. I Usually, anytime I see Belichick under a touchdown, Belichick at, at home, I just kind of blindly go with it. I think the percentages are pretty crazy when they're a touchdown or favorite or less. So, True. when they're at home, I, I think I like it. This might be – Kind of a good spot for them, too. They've come off a couple of shaky games, and yep. it seemed like Brady was able to get Gronk back involved last week, so can can hopefully get him going here. I probably actually will bet this game, too, and I probably will take the Patriots, but um, yeah. I don't I'll know. Uh, you, like, you like the Vikings, so let's see. Yeah, I mean, you know I'm an NFC North guy, so, like, the Vikings are playing really good football. They're coming off a big win. Uh, there's reverse line movement on the Vikings. So, there's 70% on the Pats. The line's gone from, like, six to four and a half, five in most books. Um, I just think the Vikings can get pressure on Brady, and that's kind of been the formula if you want to rattle them a little bit is they can get pressure up the middle, and I think the Vikings can do that. And 
the, the Patriots just look a step slow a little bit. So I think yeah. the Vikings have the speed on the outside and the, at running back to kind of have big plays, expose them a little bit. That's what we've seen. We've seen the Chiefs do it, the Bears do it, and the Pats have won those games. But, I mean, those teams are definitely in it. And so that's the only reason I'm liking the Vikings, man, just because the reverse line movement, they're playing better. They still have a chance to win the NFC North, especially if the Bears lose to the Giants this week. Then they got the Rams coming up. So for all those reasons, I'm liking the points. I take the Vikings plus five. Okay. So, yeah, we are on opposite sides there. Um, what, hey, that's, that's, that's good sometimes. So. Yeah, that happens, man. Uh, two more games. So this game, uh, I will probably be sitting out, but I'll throw it to you. It's the Niners at Seattle. Seattle minus 10. The public's on Seattle, of course, after their big win last weekend. So do you like a side? Is this a 4 o'clock game? Yep. Uh, no, I don't like a side here. This Seattle, I mean, they're – uh, they're becoming a public team right now, I guess, again, if you yeah, think about it, because they they've covered a, covered a couple spreads for everybody lately. So that's always good for for people to see. Um, it's a divisional game, so you never know what the motivational factor will be for the 49ers. Their season's that's over, true. obviously, but I don't know if they're trying to pack it in for the number one pick because I think that's where they're, they are. If yeah. the season were to end today, they would have the number one pick. So I don't know if that's something they're shooting for or if – they legitimately want to kind of go out there and contend. So motivation is always a huge thing here. Uh, divisional games, you can never really tell. I'm going to stay away from it. Yeah, I, I like the Niners just because I've seen them at least play hard week in and week out. But just when it comes to motivation, just when it comes to like that pick, the things that you said, I think the, uh, the line is a little inflated and Seattle's coming off a big road win. So they might just be in a, kind of a letdown spot a little bit. So I, I like the Niners, but just can't put the money on it. Okay. And uh, what, what any other 4 o'clock games? Uh, that's it, man. I think we got them all. And the last game is the night game, which is a huge game. Uh, you're looking at the Chargers at the Steelers. Uh, you're looking at Steelers minus three across most of the board. So I'll throw it to you. It is minus three. Yep. Oh, I love it even more. Give me Pittsburgh at home. I will. That's going to be my pick of the week, Pittsburgh at home. You know, I've told everybody I love the Chargers this year, but, yeah. um, you know, I just think this is a good spot for Pittsburgh, especially after the way they played the past two weeks where they lost to Denver and they should have. So they're not playing too well right now. And both those games are on the road. Now I think they're coming back home. Um, it's getting a little chilly out up north. Uh, I was happy we were able to even fly down here. So uh, I, I really like the Steelers in this spot here. It's going to be tough for the Chargers to go across the coast and uh, play in a cold cold atmosphere on Sunday night where it's going to be pretty chilly. I'm going to take the Steelers, especially if it's minus three. Hopefully, um, I'm guessing I'm going to guess right now that the action is somewhere under 60% for one team. It can't be – too much more than that. Yeah. So you, I don't know who it would be for, but I'm guessing it's going to be pretty close to split. It's, it's amazing. You, you nailed it. It's 49-51 on the Steelers, so 50-50 action. I love the Steelers this week, man. That was going to be my pick of the week until me and you talked a little bit. And uh, so I love them, man. You stated all the reasons. I think you're getting really good value on a really good home team in the Steelers. It's a great bounce-back spot for them, especially after last week. 
Steelers and Big Ben are very, very different through the years at home versus the road. We all know the splits. So uh, I think the Chargers, who are playing great football, are just going to run into a tough matchup here. And the Steelers are definitely the side that I'm going to be on. Yeah, I like it. I think uh, I think we got a good good spot there. I mean, I'm happy it's at three because when I left, when I left, it was three and a half. So the fact it went down to three, I might jump on it pretty soon before it gets any higher. Yeah, you're... that's the, that's the number I was shooting for. Exactly, man. I mean, we all know the football numbers are so key. Three is such a key number. When it gets past that, it's kind of dangerous. So um, you'll you'll see it at three. I'm looking at maybe ten books right now. You you have five at three, and then five at three and a half. So you can definitely find a three. Okay. Who we got for Monday Night Football? Monday Night Football is uh, a good division game. You're looking at the Redskins at the Eagles, and it's the Eagles minus six across the board. Okay. Um, probably going to sit this one out just because Washington kind of burned me last week. Yeah. And I'm still a little sour with that. I had two games that I lost. The two games I bet – pretty heavy on thanksgiving actually i I probably i didn't go heavy but all three games i bet were the underdogs and of course detroit through the pick six costed that one looked good like that was the winner washington that sketchy jordan reed call where it should have been a penalty giving him the first and goal terrible then so luckily i pushed on that one because i did have washington plus eight yeah but in my contest i'm in didn't have that so uh and then falcons obviously they don't they did not cover the 13, so that was a little little sour as well. But, yeah, not not too much that I lean here. If anything, I think Philly probably gets the win somehow, but if they cover the six, I don't, I don't really know. So I'm probably – no opinion from here. I'll probably play it, but no opinion as of right now. Yeah, which is fair, man. Yeah, Thanksgiving was brutal, man. We I lost in real life and in all my contests both – the Redskins and the Falcons by a hook. So yep. it, was, it was brutal. That Jordan Reed call is terrible. I was like about to break something. My wife was looking at me. We had guests over and uh, you, you know it, how it feels as a gambler and uh, just sitting there just fuming, about to break my controller until my wife looked at me <laughs> with like seven people around. They're just like, who is this idiot? But uh, yeah, but I, I do like the skins plus the points. I, I see plus six across the boards. It started at seven. I just think NFC East division games are always so close. And that's why I think it's just too many points. I see a field goal game either way. So just strictly based on that, I'll take the skins. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you, you probably have a better idea of it than I do right now because I haven't really looked into it. So I trust you on that. Um we got a big week in college football this week coming up with all of the conference championship games. Um, John did give me a pick for this as well. Nice, okay. So he's been hot, yeah. Them. Just pick. Go ahead. Run he, it up. When he bets with his head, he's hot. Yes. When the heart – Michigan. <laughs> when the heart – yeah, when the heart gets involved, that's when things get a little cloudy. So, of course. Um, but, but, yeah, we've been, we've been pretty good in college. Um, he likes Georgia this week. So, I don't know. What's the spread on that one? Is it 13? Is it – Oh, there you go. You're back. Is it Georgia? He likes. Um, is it 13, 14? What are we What are we looking at for the Georgia Alabama game? Do you know? So you see, uh, there's 13 and a halfs, and then there's 14s in about four books. So if he likes Georgia, I would definitely take the 14. Okay. Yeah. So he likes Georgia 14. Uh, I don't know if I really like that one, just because uh, Alabama man, it's hard. To, it's hard to step in front of them. 
Um, so I'm not, I'm not going to touch that game. I'll probably just sit back and I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. Cause yeah, we got so much going on, but, um, yeah, uh, I'm not going to touch that game. I don't know if you have an opinion on it at all. I was leaning Georgia, man, but man, it's just Alabama's a machine and they haven't played well the last couple of games. And, and that's the only reason why I don't want to step in front of them. But, okay. I mean, motivationally speaking, Bama's pretty much in. Georgia needs to win. So, you know, there might be a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. Um, you're looking at action is pretty split. So it's not like everyone's on Bama. I think they have a perfect line of, like, 14 to just kind of get two-way action on this game. So I'll probably sit it out. Um, I do like – North. I know this sounds crazy. I like Northwestern against oh. Ohio State. But – the problem with that game is is just it's the last game of the day. And so with that being said, like we have no clue what Ohio State's motivation is going to be in that game. Um, if, was, if they have a chance, then obviously they're going to try to run it up on Northwestern. But the only thing I'm thinking is like so many other things have to happen for OSU to get in. And I think that probably won't happen earlier in the day. And so that's why I'm liking the points because then if OSU knows they're out – you know, are they really going to play their best game? And they're coming off a huge letdown spot. What do you think? Uh, I was going to give Ohio State out as a pick, <laughs> but um, I think we'll 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 do what we did last week with the West Virginia Oklahoma game and just kind of leave this one out. But I like Ohio State here, kind of for the reasons you mentioned. Yeah. But again, it is huge when it comes to the motivational piece. So if they kind of see a a path that like. They're not going to get into the playoff. Maybe like Georgia wins, then they're automatically in. Alabama will be in. Exactly. Uh, Clemson wins. Um, I don't know. Notre Dame doesn't play this week, so they could possibly somehow sneak over Notre Dame. I don't know how, but uh, bottom line is Ohio State needs to blow the doors off Northwestern. So if if you're getting under two touchdowns, I think I like Ohio State there just because I think they're going to be in blowout mode, yeah. um, having to just – in Urban Meyer, he's notorious for doing this throughout his career when he plays those little teams, is not letting the the foot off the gas. So, yeah, that's true. I, I mean – Maybe we'll maybe we'll more, tweet it out, like, before the game, and, and like, our official side, you know? Yeah, and, and, I mean, Northwestern, they played a really easy schedule in the Big Ten yeah. uh, on, the, on their side, and I – uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they won a single game out of conference this year. Yeah, they didn't. They, so, lost, they lost like Akron. You know, they lost a couple of really, really like beatable games on paper out of conference. So I don't know. It's it's I, I kind of like Ohio State here. But again, if they're coming out and they know like, damn, we got no shot of making the playoffs, then I don't know. It, it might be something different. But for right now, I like Ohio State. You like Northwestern, so we'll just kind of leave it at that. But um, yeah. it'll be an interesting weekend in college football for sure. Anything on Oklahoma, Texas you like or lean? Uh, you know, man, I the Texas coach has been really, really great as a dog of more than seven points, right? But I think uh, their running back looks hurt, man, to me. So I, I like Oklahoma, man. I like Oklahoma minus eight. How about you? Yeah, I like Oklahoma as well. I think if they just can patch up some of the defense that they had, the defensive issues that they had last game from the Red River rivalry or whatever it's called, yeah. um, 
if they can fix some of those issues that they had on defense, slow Texas down a little bit, the offense was clicking in that game, and I think their offense is one of the best in the country. So uh, you could easily see them covering over a touchdown here and kind of blowing Texas out. But, yeah, I kind of lean Oklahoma in that game. Not going to really make it a pick, but. Yeah, I don't have an official. That's where I would go this week. Like John, I think John's is official just for like our tracking records. Uh, but yep. those are some of the ones that I like so far. But yeah, we could probably tweet it out come Saturday if we really like something. You know, follow us on Twitter. We're always posting our links and our records there, and and on Instagram. But yeah, that's about it, man. Those are all the games. Yeah. So Vic, you got any uh, any radio programs, TV? You're all over the place. What, what do you got coming up this week? Anything? It's been cool, man. So I'm doing this weekly radio gig now. It's a show called Sean and Maya's. It's a local Chicago show. So 1130 to 12, every Thursday, I talk a little bit of fantasy and a little bit of gambling. So uh, you can follow me on Twitter, DocSquad33. I'll put out the link every Thursday. So that's been pretty cool, man. Just trying to do as many appearances as I can, just kind of grind away. Uh, I don't know how much longer I can do this until my wife uh, puts the kibosh on it. So uh, I'm trying to live it up and just have some fun and, and do as much as I can right now. For sure. But, yeah, if you can, follow us all on Twitter at John Addo at DocSquad33, right? Yep. And then at Eddie Zemitis, um, then at Rooftop Podcast, plural. And then we got some Instagrams going. Um, we'll get back into the swing of things there. And then, of course – download rate subscribe all that stuff you can do we always take the feedback into consideration we fixed up some of those audio issues we were having earlier this year so uh definitely appreciate that but yeah i am gonna go float around on the lazy river for about two hours now and uh about to go feed sun. A, i'm about to go feed a baby so i'm jealous of you <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm down here thawing out from the cold up, up, <laughs> up north so it's gonna be it's been pretty brutal already so nice um, man. yeah fun uh, thank you. Uh, best of luck to everybody this weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, we'll chat soon. Thanks for listening, guys. See you.